Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Book 2, Chapter 4 of A Voyage Towards the South Pole and Round the World, Volume 1 by James Cook. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by David Cole. Chapter 4 passage from amsterdam to queen charlotte sound with an account of an interview with the inhabitants and the final separation of the two ships seventeen seventy three october about the time we were in a condition to make sail a canoe conducted by four men came alongside with one of those drums already mentioned on which one man kept continually beating thinking no doubt the music would charm us i gave them a piece of cloth and a nail for the drum and took an opportunity to send to my friend otago some wheat peas and beans which i had forgot to give him when he had the other seeds as soon as this canoe was gone we made sail to the southward having a gentle gale at south-east by east it being my intention to proceed directly to queen charlotte sound in new zealand there to take in wood and water, and then to go on farther discoveries to the south and east. In the afternoon on the 8th, we made the island of Pilstart, bearing southwest by west a half west, distant seven or eight leagues. This island, which was also discovered by Tasman, is situated in the latitude of 22 degrees 26 minutes south, longitude 175 degrees 59 minutes west, and lies in the direction of south 52 degrees west, distant 32 leagues from the south end of Middleburg. It is more conspicuous in height than circuit, having in it two considerable hills, seemingly disjoined from each other by a low valley. After a few hours calm the wind came to south-west, with which we stretched to the south-east, but on the 10th it veered round by the south to the south-east and east-south-east, and then we resumed our course to the south-south-west. At five o'clock in the morning of the 21st we made the land of New Zealand, extending from north-west by north to west-south-west. At noon Table Cape bore west, distant eight or ten leagues. I was very desirous of having some intercourse with the natives of this country, as far to the north as possible, that is, about poverty or Tolago bays, where I apprehended they were more civilized than at Queen Charlotte Sound. In order to give them some hogs, fowls, seeds, roots, etc., 
which I had provided for the purpose. The wind veering to the north-west and north enabled us to fetch in with the land a little to the north of Portland, and we stood as near the shore as we could with safety. We observed several people upon it, but none attempted to come off to us. Seeing this, we bore away under Portland, where we lay to some time, as well to give time for the natives to come off, as to wait for the adventure. There were several people on Portland, but none seemed inclined to come to us. Indeed, the wind at this time blew rather too fresh for them to make the attempt. Therefore, as soon as the adventure was up with us, we made sail for Cape Kidnappers, which we passed at five o'clock in the morning, and continued our course alongshore till nine, when, being about three leagues short off Blackhead, we saw some canoes put off from the shore. Upon this I brought two, in order to give them time to come on board, but ordered the adventure, by signal, to stand on, as I was willing to lose as little time as possible. Those in the first canoe which came alongside were fishers, and exchanged some fish for pieces of cloth and nails. In the next were two men, whom by their dress and behaviour I took to be chiefs. These two were easily prevailed on to come on board, when they were presented with nails and other articles. They were so fond of nails as to seize on all they could find, and with such eagerness as plainly showed, they were the most valuable things we could give them. To the principal of these two men I gave the pigs, fowls, seeds, and roots. I believe at first he did not think I meant to give them to him, for he took but little notice of them, till he was satisfied they were for himself. Nor was he then in such a rapture as when I gave him a spike-nail, half the length of his arm. However, at his going away I took notice that he very well remembered how many pigs and fowls had been given him, as he took care to have them all collected together, and kept a watchful eye over them, lest any should be taken away. He made me a promise not to kill any, and if he keeps his word and proper care is taken of them, there were enough to stock the whole island in due time, being two boars, two sows, four hens, and two cocks. The seeds were such as are most useful, viz. wheat, French and kidney beans, peas, cabbage, turnips, onions, carrots, parsnips, and yams, etc. With these articles they were dismissed. It was evident that these people had not forgot the endeavour, being on their coast, for the first words they spoke to us were, Mata-au, no te pau pau, we are afraid of the guns. As they could be no strangers to the affair which happened off Cape Kidnappers in my former voyage, experience had taught them to have some regard to these instruments of death. As soon as they were gone we stretched off to the southward, the wind having now veered to the west-south-west. In the afternoon it increased to a fresh gale and blew in squalls, in one of which we lost our foretop gallant mast, having carried the sail a little too long. The fear of losing the land induced me to carry as much sail as possible. At seven in the morning we tacked and stretched inshore. Cape Turnagain, at this time bore about north-west a half-north, distant six or seven leagues. The adventure being a good way to leeward, we supposed did not observe the signal, but stood on, consequently was separated from us.
During the night, which was spent in plying, the wind increased in such a manner as to bring us under our courses. It also veered to south-west and south-south-west, and was attended with rain. At nine o'clock in the morning on the 23rd, the sky began to clear up and the gale to abate, so that we could carry close-leafed topsails. At eleven o'clock we were close in with Cape Turnagain, when we tacked and stood off. At noon, the said cape bore west a little northerly, distance six or seven miles. Latitude observed forty-one degrees thirty minutes south. Soon after, the wind falling almost to a calm, and flattering ourselves that it would be succeeded by one more favourable, we got up another top-gallant mast, rigged top-gallant yards, and loosed all the reefs out of the topsails. The event was not equal to our wishes. The wind indeed came something more favourable, that is, at west by north, with which we stretched along shore to the southward, but it soon increased in such a manner as to undo what we had but just done, and at last stripped us to our courses, and two close-reefed topsails, under which sails we continued all night. About daylight the next morning, the gale abating, we were again tempted to loose out the reefs and rig top-gallant yards, which proved all lost labour, for by nine o'clock we were reduced to the same sail as before. Soon after the adventure joined us, and at noon Cape Palliser bore west, distant eight or nine leagues. This cape is at the northern point of Iahainemowe. We continued to stretch to the southward till midnight, when the wind abated and shifted to south-east. Three hours after it fell calm, during which we loosed the reefs out, with the vain hopes that the next wind which came would be favourable. We were mistaken. The wind only took this short repose in order to gain strength and fall the heavier upon us. For, at five o'clock in the morning, being the twenty-fifth, a gale sprung up at north-west, with which we stretched to south-west. Cape Palliser at this time bore north-north-west, distant eight or nine leagues. The wind increased to such a manner as obliged us to take in one reef after another, and at last it came on with such fury as made it necessary to take in all our sails with the utmost expedition, and to lie to under bare poles. The sea rose in proportion with the wind, so that we had a terrible gale and a mountainous sea to encounter. Thus, after beating up against a hard gale for two days, and arriving just in sight of our port, we had the mortification to be driven off from the land by a furious storm. Two favourable circumstances attended it, which gave us some consolation. It was fair overhead, and we were not apprehensive of a lee shore. The storm continued all the day without the least intermission. In the evening we bore down to look for the adventure. She Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.